one and we're live today with me is my friend ingrid uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different uh rather than talk about ingrid we decided to pick a topic and discuss that topic and uh based on our opinions humbly so and uh so the topic we picked today mm-hmm. is uh marriage from the eyes of single millennials so uh how are you doing ingrid I'm good. Haven't seen you in a while. It's but been, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? It's been a year. Good. Not bad. Not bad. Now that I'm starting this podcast, it's like, it's, this is really cool for me because this is actually the first episode that I launch as part of a discussion rather than um, mm-hmm. have it as an interview process. So I'm glad we're kicking it off with such a small topic, right? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm very excited to be on it too. Yeah. So let's start with... What do you think, uh, how do you think marriage has changed from a decade ago to to now, from the previous generation to our generation as millennials? Wow. Just to kick it off. Marriage is always such a big topic. And I think it's always different with like different generations because like there's a lot of other factors that play into how people perceive it mm-hmm. and how people expect or like what they how they manage it right but especially for our generation i feel like it's it's a lot more complex compared to the previous generation in a way like even even with something as simple as like long distance relationships that that does like right like it's i think i think it changed i think it changed a lot because previously you you know, you when you got married, let's say in the previous generation or generation before, you don't have social media impacting mm-hmm. what you see. And so I think your perception of yeah. what a good relationship should look like is what you see on Instagram and all these things. And at the same time, they Instagram doesn't really show you behind the scenes, right? You only see the yeah, front. It's always people. what people choose to show you. Exactly. And so you have subconsciously this belief that, okay, if I need a perfect relationship, then I need to be traveling, I need to be doing this, I need to be doing that. And and it just makes it harder to be in a good relationship or be in a sound relationship. There's, there's just a lot more noise and like other people's opinion that comes into play because in the older days, it's just you and your other half, right? But now there's social media, there's all these like expectations or like what you assume or what you want out of it so it's more like taking off boxes just because everyone else is doing it so you wanted to feel like you're doing the same thing to be happy of course it's kind of like structuring what a relationship should look like than what a relationship really is but i think that also stems i think before we even talk about Mm -hmm. marriages i think that the foundation of a relationship is having two people come together knowing that they love themselves, they're happy with themselves, and they're their own individual. Before a marriage or a relationship, I think each individual should focus on themselves at first and foremost, and realize that happiness doesn't come from someone else, but rather from you. And then once you're fully happy, aware of yourself, and have experienced different relationships, have experienced life, you've built some experiences, you understand what you like, what you don't like, what motivates you, what doesn't, and what characteristics you'd be looking for in a different partner, then you're able to to build a solid relationship and you both have to go in with the understanding that i am my own individual but i'm choosing Mm -hmm. to share my life with this person and so you come together rather your life becoming theirs and vice versa because i think a lot of people today look for 
the a partner for salvation or for you know like feeling better and happiness and i think that's wrong i think that's really unhealthy mm-hmm. and i think with exact that's the problem right because everybody just like expects that their other half should should have all these qualities but instead we should change the mindset into thinking more like we should learn from each other mm-hmm. like it's, learning from it's each also other. not and their like, responsibility it's also exactly. not their responsibility to make you happy. It's their responsibility to, I don't even put it as responsibility because love is effortless, right? So mm-hmm. it's not you a, it's not a take. Enough. It's rather a yeah. give. It's a yeah. give with no expectation. So therefore, like, it shouldn't be my responsibility to, to take from you the healthy bits and, and make myself better while I'm putting you down. Because in the end, you have to be realized that this is a different individual with their goals, dreams, and everything, and they're coming together. So you should be supportive rather than pulling each other down, I think. Yeah, which goes back to your point. Like, I think everybody really needs to love them, like learn to love themselves first mm-hmm. be- before they can take this energy and to like give it to someone else, right? Definitely. You definitely. really need to like think it through and really know, understand yourself and like be understanding of others as well, instead of being really selfish. And sometimes, especially, especially in Hong Kong, I've noticed that there's a lot of relationships where people, people are hurt or like people just expect that their other have to like take care of everything or like just be completely understanding. And it, it just seems like a more like a one-sided kind of relationship where one person ends up getting really exhausted because you know, we have to deal with your stuff, but like my giving is not reciprocated on your side. Yeah. Right. And there's also a difference between like helping when you're feeling down or you have like a, like a bump on the road versus it being a continuous cycle. Cause, cause it's all right. If you need me mm-hmm. for, for a certain thing, I'm more than happy to help. But then if this thing lasts five, six, eight, ten 10 months, a year, two years, three years, when is it a stop? Right. I mean, once once you get yeah. married, you're kind of no one. I hope at least no one gets into marriage thinking, "Oh, I'm going to get divorced." So, like, the point is to try and have a successful thing. So, in order to have a successful thing that's long-lasting, that sets a great example for your future kids, you need to be conscious of one another and their needs, right? And what makes the other yeah, person happy as like, well as you. Yeah, and I think like you know, understanding and having communication is really important because you can't always assume something from your other half like you always have to communicate because if there's assumptions or just misunderstanding there's there's just a lot of room for like yeah you know definitely misinterpretation and that's always the problem in every single relationship or even marriage definitely i think the best thing to do before marriage is to date for let's say two three years get that communication tool. First of all, understand this is a given that you're both single individuals that love themselves, et cetera, et cetera. But Mm -hmm. then you have this common ground and and this safe space for communication. Because the second you don't communicate, you build scenarios in your head. The scenarios, the longer you you don't communicate, the the deeper these scenarios go, the more embedded in your brain they are. And then you start believing this false reality, which might not represent the actual facts because the other person might not be aware of these facts. And so when communication is, is handled, then you're both on the same page and you can work on it rather than Mm -hmm. one person just 
going on this loop in their head that just makes it worse and worse. And I get it. Some, some people do feel anxiety or scared or to, to, to communicate their voice. But at the same time, if it's comfortable, then it's not, it most likely it's not real. If it's just comfortable, mm. you will have some bumps in the road. You will have some. Yeah. It's, that's how you um, grow and get closer and like build a strong bond, right. Is to go through little bumps and like just working things out together as a team. Mm-hmm. Cause and you know, he's, he's really your best friend and you're, you know, like you, you're each other's best friends. So, so it should be like, like for me, if, if we get into a bump in the road and we fix it, we should be stronger. Like it should be, uh, better communication. It will improve our communication. It'll improve our love for each other. It'll improve because love is not, uh, like I believe in soulmates, but I think you have millions. I think you have so many people out there that can be perfect matches. The difference is the level of compatibility. And yeah, and we have some that are more compatible, some that are less compatible, some are very not compatible. And when I say soulmates, immediately people will think of associate soulmates with love, but I think that's not right because love is a direct outcome of time spent together versus a soulmate is someone to mm-hmm. me that you feel connected to mentally, spiritually, physically, where you're having this conversation mm-hmm. and you're both elevated. And you feel every second become longer, as cheesy as it sounds. But at the same time, it's not, it's kind of short at the same time. And you can have those experiences mm-hmm. with people you don't know. Some of them might even be married already. But that doesn't mean that you don't mm-hmm. feel that connection. So you're not going to act on it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's why for me, I think it's all about when you realize that there are countless people for you, you need to take your time figuring out who you are. And then once you're ready, you'll be able to find someone. I'm not saying that there are a lot of people out there, so you have unlimited choices, so do what you want. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's not that's not what I'm getting at. It's just that mm-hmm. you can you're not you don't have to worry about not finding someone. You will find someone. Just work on yourself yeah, I mean, first. And that's it. Yeah, and I also I'm really I'm really a strong believer in like what energy you give up is what you'll attract. So by like working on yourself, you really need to like be comfortable and be happy with who you are. Like everybody goes through struggles, Like you know, we all have insecurities. We all have like things that we're going through, but it's setting the right mindset and telling yourself that, you know, whatever you're going through, like you'll come out stronger, you'll be better. And once you have that mindset and you start giving off the right energy and you start giving off, you know, love and compassion, to you, it will reciprocate back to you. Like you, you know, you, it, you know, it will just you're right like yeah you attract really you attract the people that actually care about you not even only relationships even in in friendships yeah, yeah like with everything you know because I think for me like over the past year like going through like COVID and everything like the lockdown like everything like I've actually had a lot more time to just you know calm down like live slower. And just have more time to work on myself. And I really feel that, like, ener- the change in the energy and, like, you know, just giving off better energy and receiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's so ironic is that COVID has been so tough on the world. But at the same time, I feel like every single person in my circle was like, it was beneficial for me. At, at Yeah, I think everybody... Yeah, like, everybody 
really needed just to slow down a little bit. And it gave us more time to really reflect on what's important and like noticing that, you know, how we can't travel anymore, whatever. But these aren't like really necessary to keep us going every day, you know, like Mm -hmm. there are ways around it. But to link it back to marriage, it was... Mm -hmm very tough for a lot of individuals and at the same time it accelerated a lot of relationships so it's very interesting from right. a marriage perspective or a relationship perspective that some marriages ended in divorce i've heard people spend more time with their wives than they ever did before or husbands mm-hmm. and that led to yeah. a lot of friction and then i've heard mm-hmm. a lot of relationships where it accelerated. Oh, we've been dating two months, but all of a sudden we went into lockdown and now we're really close and it's been six months and we're happier. Yeah. And I know some of that even got engaged because of lockdown period. Um, yeah, same. I've, I've had a lot of friends that got engaged or like decided to get married because, you know, they've been spending a lot more time with each other. But at the same time, I've also had some friends who are, who they have just been like, sep- they're, they're married, but then because one of them works in another city or another country that they haven't been seeing each other for a year and it's really tough on them because, you know, marriage is something you just have to see each other. Yeah. And they've been but, just, but they you can't just give up, right? right as well. It's very difficult. So it's really oh my gosh. Exactly. A year. I can't even imagine. So it, well, what I've been telling my friend is that, you know, yeah. Right. So I've been just telling her, you know, like it's a challenge, but you guys will both come up more bonded than ever because you've been through like a long distance relationship for over a year like nothing oh. nothing could come in your way basically. yeah like, and if you've already crossed the year why give up of, now um, as well effort. right exactly exactly and especially like i guess like in relationship you guys could so-called take a break or you know whatever mm. that works out for you but in a marriage like you guys are so committed and you guys have family together it, it's really it's super challenging just seeing her like zooming her husband every day like with her kids mm-hmm. and like there's just so it's so much more complex and it's definitely not easy definitely definitely uh, but i think you know like um yeah. this reminds me of of a photo where there are like two miners and they've dug like a deep deep mm-hmm. deep deep hole and uh one of them decides mm-hmm. to give up and he's walking back while the other one is still digging. And you could see a very slim, thin layer mm-hmm. towards all the diamonds and gold. So the guy that gave up after 20, 30, 40 mm. hours of work decided to quit while the other guy, or let's say months, not even hours, months of work. One guy decided to give up. And the mm. guy, after all these months, he was 10 minutes away from from gold and the other guy had he remained the 10 minutes he was there so it's the same with this they've already crossed a year they've already done all the challenges do not give up because you're about to reach the better plane or the better level you know uh so to speak um and i think that also just takes me to um to divorces why i feel Mm -hmm. like people just get divorced super easily and quickly and i think there's this common image in the media you deserve better you deserve the best like leave if you're not happy did it and i think that's so wrong i don't think one should give up on a marriage if you're going to get into a marriage you try to work through things you communicate you attempt it for two or three years if by then and you did everything you can and you've tried to understand one another and tried to solve it Mm -hmm. if in that point it doesn't work out and you truly will be happy without this person and get the divorce, but don't think from day one, oh, like I deserve better. Oh, I'm unhappy. Unhappiness, in my opinion, is a choice. 
You can yeah. be happy. Now, if the other person is pulling you down significantly so and and it's it's jeopardizing your happiness, then try to work on it two or three years. Give him like, because you're married, you know, this is a commitment you've made. So at least give it give it a chance to, to succeed and work on it. I don't know, group therapy, travel together, try new things together, expand your horizons, try to understand one another more. And if then it doesn't work, then go your separate paths, you know? Yeah, I think one of the big thing on marriage with millennials or just our generation in general is that I think their concept of going into a marriage kind of it's it's not as big of a commitment compared to the older generation because they know that you know you can always get a divorce without willing to work on the issue a lot of them you know they they just get married like because you know, sometimes it's it's the moment or, you know, whatever. But with what I've noticed is a lot of people just stop willing to work on a marriage with each other is because, because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of distractions constantly going around us. Mm-hmm. That's true. What I'm saying That's is, true. you know, there's social media, like let's say if there's like, you know, whoever, but also, whoever I, is I also think getting a divorce, I, they would have to I think in addition to the distractions, you have this instant gratification in our lives. Not only like, for example, if you want Uber, I can get a car. If you want food, I can get the food delivered. Now, if I want a date, I can just hop on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, whatever it may be, and get a date. So you get all this instant, instant uh, decisions and also the, the illusion of choice. You know, because you, ha- you think you have unlimited choices, but you yeah. really don't. Your time is finite. So you don't really have unlimited choices. It's like you're Netflix, you know, you're opening Netflix, you have a hundred shows and movies, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, and then you end up going to friends anyways. Right. Exactly. So so like. It all goes back to like this pace that, you know, like everybody seems to be so like in a rush all the time. Everything needs to be instant. Like we need to like have our food delivered right now. We need to like get a car right now, whatever. It's just all about that pace that we've been so used to. Like we just want things faster, 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 faster. So if it doesn't work out, just, and we'll get something else. Yeah. How we should think about a marriage, you know? Mm-hmm, definitely. Like we should, we should And it really, scares me because it makes me like think of 19. Uh, and be willing to work on. It makes me think of 1984 because, uh, huh. Because they, they act as if like the, the marriage is a unit and the only purpose of a marriage is to have mm. kids. And I'm afraid that we're heading, yeah. or at least not everyone, but at least there is a portion of the population that's heading towards that. A marriage is just security for money and kids. Like I also know someone, one of my exes, she she thought of mm. a marriage as an not only obligation, but rather as a responsibility and an obligation. So So like kind of my my purpose is not necessarily to be in a marriage for love but rather to be in a marriage because it works and it'll be the best for both families for the kids for all these things and to me that's like unfortunate because what's more important than love you know like if you're gonna like like you can find someone be happy and still maintain everything you want it's a matter of like we said we attract what you want right so if you want to be in love you want to have a good family you want to have a great partner you can do that and you can do it all you just have to have the capacity to to 
to love and to to put it out there, you know? Yeah, and I think it's also about just really going for what you want. You know, I think she has too many concerns mm -hmm. or, you know, just things that that is not even really related to love and marriage, you know, like yeah. it, these things, it, it's... Well, it's the, it's the whole arranged... Many, it's the whole arranged marriage situation between families where you have to live to this construct that society exactly. has built you have to, like, for you. Do this, that, this, yeah. That. And speaking exactly. of arranged marriages, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, for I, the listeners I, in the West, uh, it's common for people in the Middle East, India, Asia to have uh, arranged yeah, marriages. Yeah, it, it's pretty common too. Yeah, but the definitions of it change. Even if you come from a good family, it's still in some families expected. Not mine, thankfully, but uh, definitely like if, if I wanted to, it's an option that's presented. Mm -hmm. And to explain to you guys, like the modern day arranged marriage for me, I would go to like my mom or my aunt or a grandmother and tell her I want to get married. They'll find like someone that fits my personality and whatnot. And then you meet for like, I don't know, four or five times and then, or 10, 20 times, then you get this engagement period. And the engagement period is basically the dating period. So you're technically it's engaged, but, but you're dating for like the engagement can be a year, two, three, four, whatever you're both comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And then if you call off the engagement, there's no negative stigma about it. It just didn't work out. So that's why it's kind of like dating, but dating with the purpose of we're going to get married eventually. But I feel like what the tricky part with, the whole engaged dating part is both sides, like the, your well, like your mom or like your grandmother, they would actively or inactively be kind of mm -hmm. in part of that, like, be in that relationship. It's not something that is really just the two of you working things out. Yeah. Right. You're meeting each other's parents like the, very quickly. Will, will somehow be involved in yeah, and I think that really gives out like kind of like this invisible pressure. Like it could be like in your subconscious as well, right? Because you just know that like whatever you do, you got to consider about like the parents. So it's really not like your true authentic adventurous self. Oh, let's let's go on a date. Like let's really be ourselves. It's more like, oh, mm -hmm. what would my family think if I did this? Or what would mm -hmm. my family think if I did that? Like would she knowing that, you know, from whatever family background she came from, like, would she appreciate this or appreciate that? Or like, you don't really get to Definitely. be no, It's a lot genuine. of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. You get this, yeah. like, like you said, this invisible uh, pressure Absolutely. on you to just be, to make it work. And also yeah. to accelerate getting to know the person because your families yeah. are involved. And also now. knowing, and also knowing that, you know, you guys are engaged and we're dating and, you know, we're trying to see if we can meet this end goal of a marriage is also, it's almost kind of like completing a task, you know, just to like level up in a game. So I think, I think to some, to a lot, probably it is like a task, but to some, if you really match and you really have, like, I think it's all about perspective, right? So if you're someone that really wants to get married and the girl really wants to get married, it won't be a task because, mm -hmm. oh, it's like, I found someone. So like, I don't have anything against it. The only thing I have against it is if the the parents come and they're like, okay, it's time. You're X age. You need to get married. Here is like the, the options. Here are some of the options. I think that's a terrible route. But I think if the person 
themselves go to their parents. Okay, I think I'm ready to meet someone to get married and I want to try out this route. And then you meet a girl that had the same mentality. And that way, it won't look like a task because that's what you both want, right? So in that context, I'm okay with it. In the context where families come and they're like, you should get, you know. You got to do it. Yeah, you got to yeah. do it. Like, come on, like, dad is turning 70 this year. You know, you need to, you know, it's it's, it's unfortunate because honestly, like my dad is 68, 69. I would love nothing more than to give him grandchildren, you know, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm probably going to live another 70, 80 years, knock on wood, all things considered. And I don't want to just jump into a marriage just to have kids. I would love to have kids, but I'm not ready for kids, you know? I think, but, you know, I think what's fortunate with our generation is that with technology, like, you know, having children, like, especially for women, right? Like, you know, right now is probably the best age, like 25, between 30 is the best age to have children. And you know, in the old days, like I probably would have children already considering my age, but what's lucky with our generation is that we have the technology. We, you know, we could do, you know, we could go into like freezing our eggs or embryos or whatever. Exactly. And that is still an option, right? So why rush into a marriage if you're not sure yet? So going back to the whole arranged marriage situation, if I think that is it is a suitable route, and you know I'm okay with it. Then yeah, why not? But if you, if that person is getting forced into knowing someone, or if he's getting forced into going on a date with someone that he knew, like deep down knows that he doesn't, you know, want to be with this person, and he's forced to do it, I think that's really sad. Yeah, I agree. just because he needed to like have children at a certain age or like do something it's, at a certain age, like so, it's not so a race. It, Everybody goes at different. I think I've mentioned this in in a different podcast. I'm not sure, but I, I believe firmly that every decision in life stems from two things, either fear or love. Those are the only two options for any single thing that you do. You either get up in the morning wanting to tackle your day because you love your day or because you fear missing out or you fear losing or you fear so you either are in your job because you love your job or because you fear not having a stable income or you fear and all these things and it's the same thing with with marriage you're either getting married early because you fear not having kids and what society's social construct or or life cycle decided that you must at this age have two kids or whatever it may be and have a successful career and all of these things but in the end of the day, it's what you love. Are your decisions based on what you love? If it is, then chances are it's going to be successful. If you're getting into a marriage because you fear not having kids at a certain age or fear not having a wife at a certain age, then you're kind of like shooting yourself in the leg. Now, you can survive potentially and enjoy it and love it and be happy. But at the same time, there is the probability of this marriage failing because you got into it for the wrong reasons. Now, it's not doomed. Because you could always work on it. You could always switch your perspectives. You could always try new things. But at the same time, you are setting an additional challenge for yourself that you have to go through, which you may or may not overcome. And this is either side, him yeah. or her, right? Yeah. And that's a tricky thing with marriage too, right? Because it's it's there's always two parties involved. So like, let's say one side was okay with, you know, this arranged marriage, like he, he was happy that he found the girl or, you know, and then what if the girl was not happy? Like 
it's tricky because there's two different individuals. Yeah. And a and lot of variables. Really, like you said, yeah. family, distance, X, Y, Z. Exactly. So like to really balance things out and be well-rounded, it, it's, it's not the same formula for everyone. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like you really need to. So that's, that's why like you, you really need to go back to yourself and like really set in some priorities, you know, like you, knowing what you want, mm-hmm. like, and set them in priorities and like setting a clear kind of mindset for yourself. Cause sometimes people rush into marriage in a very unclear mindset and, yeah. you know, a year or two later, they completely regret it. Yeah, you know, you and have to be completely that happy. Way you hurt your other too. Yeah. You have to just also, like, I think before marriage, you just need to have the painful discussions, you know? Like, you need to have maybe where do you see yourself living or not living or what type of environment rather than a country would you see yourself living in? What type of education would you want for the kids? What type of, you know, yeah. even though you don't have all that figured out yet, you need to discuss it to even if you don't have answers, at least you understand where the other is coming from and where they might go. Yeah, or like their vision. Exactly. So you need to have a vision. And I think everyone like in life, um, and I think it's it's it comes from a lot of different factors as well, because there's like, you know, people are different. Some could be good socially, some could be not. Some could be good with with uh, issues or challenges. Some might not handle challenges well. Some, so you need to also find a partner that complements you and also always mm-hmm. supports you regardless of what's going on, right? Because that's what everyone's looking for. Someone exactly. who like, loves and, them think, and supports them unconditionally. Yeah, and I think what's important is also looking for someone where both of you could be a better person because of the other, you know, because of each other. Like not only be a better person, but at the same time, you have to move at similar paces. So it doesn't matter if she's more successful or he's more successful. What matters is that you're both growing and not at the same pace necessarily, Mm -hmm. but at similar paces. So one could be more advanced than the other or, or growing at an exponential rate but the other one is not that far behind or vice versa. Exactly. Like, like, like you still have to, she or he can't be in your rear mirror. You, you have to be next to one another mm-hmm. or at least close to one another where you're both growing, you're both, because then yeah. otherwise the other partner will feel like a drag or like they're not doing much. They're pulling you down. So you also have to yeah. find someone. You can't, for example, have, I don't know, like uh, someone who's like a venture capitalist and and all of that, and then someone who draws for fun, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you need to, and if she draws for fun, is she reading a lot? Is she learning a lot? Is she doing something? And vice versa, you know? It's it's, it's like, you have to be in parallel. And if, and like, for example, my mom was a housewife, and my dad did a lot of different roles, but my mom was a huge intellectual. So she read a lot. She knows a lot about history, politics, anthropology, and so many different things. So, so she was still evolving. And at the same time, yeah. she raised us with a lot of incredible morals and, 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 you know, a lot of love. So I think that you don't necessarily have to have a career and be professionally in your career. But at the same yeah. time, growth. like what I'm trying to say is that growth isn't only your professional career. 
there's yeah, growth it, that it, can it's happen. It's also about like filling, you know, just finding something to like to make yourself. How do I say this? Like in um, just to you know keep yourself thinking and keep yourself in like just you know you're always learning. That's that's a well, process. And life, at the right? same time, if you don't have that, then the only thing you're gonna look forward to is your partner, and that's a lot of pressure again. Because the only thing, if your life is all about your partner, then you don't have the time. Like for me, my kids, in the future, I'm going to spend a lot of time with them. Hopefully my wife will too. But at the same time, I want to send my kids to like my best friend's house. So they meet their kids. And so we can do our yeah. thing as well. And then yeah. I want them to be, because then they'll learn also social ex- experiences. They'll, yeah. they'll be in social settings more. They'll be out of their comfort zones. Mom and dad are not there 24-7. I mean, we we are, but at the same time, you, you can gotta be, learn, you know, yeah, like, you like push, push the bird out of the nest. But I mean, yeah. I'm still there watching the bird. But at the same yeah. time, it's got to be, I you agree. know, uh, something where your entire life is not just your kids. Your entire life is not just you or the or looking for the other yeah. partner, but rather a balance. I think we need- invest our time and energy into different. I know I'm, what I'm saying is like, you, we can't just you know, be so focused in like one area in life. Like we need to divert our energy or, mm-hmm. you know, invest them into like different things to have different things going on. So it makes it easier for us to, you know, get along with our, our partner or even like running a family. You know, you can't just like constantly be staring at your kid, yeah. you, you know, like that, that would also be really Un, like mentally unhealthy for you yeah. and your children right mm-hmm. and that's by the yeah, way the so key think, the key know, to living longer <laughs> as well besides you know like eating healthy and all these things is that you need to pick new things because the more things you pick the more things yeah. you try the more things you learn the more you can inspire the more you can elevate the more you can contribute to the world the longer you live the more yeah. your brain will evolve the, the yeah, second your, your brain goes inactive and you're not doing anything new and you're not challenging yourself, your body decays, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So and I that also it's... goes back to like, you know, waking up and just knowing that there's something new for you to like look forward to today or like something mm-hmm. you're trying that's new or something exciting that you're, you're, you're excited about. Because Definitely. if not, like you're, mentality would not be healthy and you know eventually that that will this i think this this conversation is a good segue to the importance of space in a relationship slash marriage the importance not in long periods of space but definitely because now i think like i read this thing where it's like previously you you used to go to work and you don't hear from your partner until they're back and you get to miss them but now you're texting, you're snapping, you're Instagramming, mm-hmm. you're posting, you're talking all the time. You don't have the opportunity to actually miss the person you're with. So also giving some space like, oh, I'm gonna, like you don't have to do all your activities together. Give the other partner room to do some of the things on their own and you do some of the things on your own. Creating space. 
breathing space. Exactly. It's healthy. It's, it's good. You get to spend time with your yeah. friends. You get to spend time doing some things that you might not be, you know, she might be into, I don't know, pottery and I'm not, and whatever it may be, then you have these things that you're doing on your own. And then you come and you share it in the end, you know, like you talk about it and, and it's something yeah. good, you know, but I think a lot of people are like, yeah, I think that's, that's really important. Yeah, if if I have to be with someone like personally, if I have to be with someone like twenty four seven, like without my own space, like I would feel really suffocating. Mm-hmm. Like I for, love having like for me, for me, I would feel. To be honest, I wouldn't feel suffocated during, but once they leave, mm-hmm. I'll realize, oh shit, I didn't have me time. So once they yeah. leave, I realize something is missing like i need to do yeah, some things in my life. you know yeah. like like I, I i completely relate to this because i really 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 deeply value my alone time as well and, yeah, and that leads me also to jealousy jealousy there is some healthy jealousy but there is also like terrible jealousy and and that when it gets to controlling as well that's like the other person does not belong to you they choose to be with you yeah there's it's a very delicate line between the healthy kind of jealousy and the toxic kind of jealousy it's, it's mm-hmm. a very delicate like once you crossed mm-hmm. it, it 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 just spirals so the way the way i would define it a healthy jealousy is a jealousy that does not make you think twice about the other person's intentions and it's just something yeah. cute like Oh, I'm a little bit jealous, you know, but the the toxic jealousy. Yeah. Or like, oh, should I be like, you know, like a a joke, but that's it. But like, if it's, yeah, it gets toxic when you're actually thinking in your mind, oh, this person's talking to her or they're doing this or they're doing that. Oh, what what is she, what's the intention behind every action? And then it becomes toxic and then it becomes detrimental and it becomes, it creates a lack of trust, which will create a rift between the two. So. Definitely, it, it always it starts with mm-hmm. yeah and the thing with our generation too like with social media it, it's a lot easier to go into this kind of toxic jealousy like, oh like, why did you follow this girl or why did you like mm-hmm. the photos you know in, in the older generation like these things don't exist so that's out of the question but for us you know it's crazy to me why? I've never in my life looked what people are because they have the fault fo- what you like and your notifications and then you have what people like and follow right i have never not even once checked it out Mm -hmm. like i only know it exists but i never like scroll down whether i was in a relationship or not i don't yeah i think it's really unhealthy because for me like in my past relationship i've had like my other half like check my phone and like that was something that really not that i had anything high but it's just kind of like it's an invasion of privacy like do you not trust me i respect your space like i would not do that to you Mm -hmm. why would you do this to me Mm -hmm. definitely and if 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 he felt the need to check your phone then there is an underlying issue that needs to be yeah. tackled because if you feel the need, then either exactly. he's insecure issue, right? or either he's insecure or you're giving out some energy or some red flags, which need to be discussed. So it could be either or, right? So regardless, it needs to be tackled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So like when I found out, like I was so angry in a way that like, first, why did you do this? This is an invasion of privacy. Second, if there is any issue, like we could have just openly talked about it. Like this, like why, this just reminds me, Ingrid, that? imagine I was, I was at a lounge um, having like uh, sushi and drinks and whatnot. And this guy showed up with his girlfriend and they all stepped out to smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So I stepped out with them because the entire table stepped to smoke cigarettes. I don't mm-hmm. smoke, but I stepped outside. Um, so we're having a conversation and I'm, and they're all talking and by chance, this girl is next to me. So me and her end up having a conversation and I don't know, we're talking about some random bullshit. Like, I don't know, economics, history, whatever. The guy comes and punches me in the face. He's like, what are you doing? Talking to her, like punches me twice. And the first time he punched me, I'm like, dude, chill. I don't yeah. know you. I don't care about yeah. you nor her. I'm here to have fun with friends. I don't want to fight. And he punched me again. And then it goes to show that like, but I know for a fact that she's given him vibes that are not like really? trustworthy. Yeah. Because she mm. was hitting on my friend actually earlier. So like you could tell that, okay, uh, there's there's yeah. a level of insecurity and this is not really a healthy relationship. But the yeah. fact that that person felt the need to punch me for just having a conversation with someone, a very innocent platonic that one. That was over the line. Exactly. So it shows you how some people yeah. can be very like in their in a toxic relationship, but they're addicted to yeah. that toxicity and it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Yeah, I think I think with people who are like overreactive, they once they're in a toxic relationship, they kind of speed off of it, you know. They mm-hmm. feel like Oh, like if everything's going out well, like something is definitely wrong. Like I need yeah. to go find something like something's well, wrong. And the, there is also a portion of people as well. There is a portion of people that have dysfunctional love. Where to show love, you have to fight. To show love, you have to like I've met people like this, you know, and it's 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 not healthy and it's not right. Their definition of love and and how you show care is just not yeah. right. I think how they think they express their love is it's it's wrong mm-hmm. definitely like i don't think you know you should hit people or you know, or even abuse them like with your definitely even, not right even, even if it's not even physical yeah, even mental stuff right like you shouldn't be especially if you're with yeah, someone like you yeah. need to like i would never want to hurt someone i'm with like that's i want to elevate them you know they're they're who i love they're who I, you know share my happiness with so why would i ever want to pull that person down for any reason or form right it doesn't make sense um i think we've we've covered a lot what about so uh, my dad always tells me being in a steady relationship Mm -hmm. or like a marriage is gonna cause cause stability in your life which you need at this mm-hmm. age because you need to focus on your work. So my reaction to this is I can be stable on my own. At the same time, I agree with you, this marriage or a steady relationship does create more stability mm-hmm. and focus. But at the same time, mm-hmm. should it be jumped to marriage immediately? I think it's normal to have just a long-term relationship where it could turn to marriage. It could not. But at the same time, you're both happy or both that's another thing people a lot of people like get into relationships and are like the goal has to be marriage otherwise it's a waste of our times i think that's wrong mentality because it could evolve to becoming something like a marriage i might not see you being my wife today but we're both growing Mm -hmm. we're both happy we're both learning from one another it works right now 
it could potentially work mm-hmm. in the future, but why not just see where it goes, right? What are your opinions on that? Yeah, I, I think, think this I is think a very people, like tricky are, subject. Yeah, it, it is really tricky because I think every parent wants to have like a time, like a fixed timeline for their kid. It, it's really like common to, you know, she, you know, she goes to college, she's done, she goes into work, blah, blah, blah. but what's important that we should really think about is like love, relationships, marriage, these things. There's no like one universal formula for everyone. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like not all relationships guarantee stability, right? Sometimes you get into a relationship and it's even like, it's even crazier than... Yeah, big distraction. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All you want to do is just... Like yeah. people, you know, do their thing. But I think we really need to tell ourselves that we don't need to compare ourselves or our relationship with, you know, our other half with other relationships because every relationship is different. Definitely. And every individual is different. So the relationship between me and my other half could be so different from the other ones that, like, yeah. why, why do I need you can't to... Compare. You can't compare, for sure. Yeah, like, why do I have to compare? Or is this my definition of stability? Or or mm-hmm. or what? Like, it, we just need to be more free flow, mm-hmm. I think. Like, we just need to be more free to, like... Really I, I think I think that answers the the parents and the stability. But what do you think of getting into a relationship where you're together, but you don't see an end goal, but you're together? Like, do you need to see an end goal, or can you just be in a relationship? Hmm, or is it a waste of time? Sorry. Like, would you consider it a waste of time, or would you consider it? No, we're happy now. I, that's I all that matters. Okay. I think for me, like personally as an individual, I don't think any relationship is ever a waste of time because you fall in love with someone. Like there's definitely an attraction. And, you know, if you come out of it, come out of it doesn't work out. Like it definitely was not a waste of time because you found out that it mm-hmm. didn't work out, right? Like you shouldn't be like, oh, that was such a waste of time or whatever. It, it should more be more or less like, oh, like we've had a good time together and it mm-hmm. didn't work out. I agree. Thank you next, right? I think that like every person comes into your life for a purpose and you yeah. teach each other things like and you bad. learn you, you learn not only from each other, but you learn more about yourself when you're with someone. You see different sides of exactly. yourself that you didn't know existed. Yeah, because everybody could just like could help you discover something about yourself. Mm-hmm. So going back to the question, I don't think dating without an end goal is a bad thing because so you shouldn't just end it because you don't see a future yeah i don't think so because you first of all you never know what happens in the future like Mm -hmm. that's true anything could happen number two is you never know um people are always changing like Mm -hmm. whether you know it or not like Mm -hmm. maybe you know a few years later like you guys end up together or if it doesn't That's true. Or maybe if it doesn't, you break up, but then three, four, five years later, maybe you'll get back together. Maybe you don't see each other right now, but once you grow together, let each other go. And then maybe in the future, you can come back and pick up where you left off. Yeah. You know? And I think 
with the pressure of having an end goal or like, you know, oh, like we've got a date for like three years and then we'll get married or just having an end goal in general is always, it's always kind of like a pressure for. And it goes back to what I said earlier. A love is selfless giving. Now you're giving, but you want to take that marriage in three years. So it's no longer selfless. Yeah. So it it cancels out. And also like, it cancels out the love. And I always feel like marriage is also this concept that we've been feeding in, like we've been, you know, taught since we were kids that it's always, Oh, the end goal is, you know, you get married, you have kids, you have a happy family, but then no one ever asks like what's next, right? Like what's Mm -hmm. next after marriage? It's always, especially in Hollywood, you end when they get married or you end when they start. That's why one of my favorite movies is about time because it starts Mm -hmm. off. I don't know if you've seen it, but a little bit of a spoiler, not too much of a spoiler, but um, Mm -hmm. the first 20 minutes, it feels like a rom-com. And they're like getting mm-hmm. to know each other and everything. But after 20, 25 minutes, they get married. <laughs> so literally 20 minutes into the movie, they're married. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, I remember I was watching it with someone and they're like, um, shouldn't the movie end now? You know, but then the movie yeah. transforms from a romantic comedy to a story about life. So then yeah. all of a sudden you really dive deeper into like, there's so much more than just, exactly. you know, get it being in love and getting married there's yeah. what comes after which is exactly. work and love sadness happiness joy thrilling mm-hmm. excitement like there's so much more and the positives in my opinion outweigh the cons and yeah. uh, it's not going to be easy but nothing great is easy you want to exactly. get successful you like have to put in the effort you want to you want to get a mar- marriage successful you have to put in the effort you want to get your body that you want you have to put in effort everything in life is that you have to give yeah. to get it's what you input is what you output you know yeah. but i think what's what's tricky is cuz everyone has such a huge expectation of you know marriage like okay i've got it i'm married mm-hmm. and then and then it starts hitting you it's like next like i'm still living day by day like but what 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 should i focus on now like now that like i've hit this marriage target but mm-hmm. what they don't understand is married or not it's it's always about managing your relationship with this person who is also a living person who could well this person and also this person and the dynamic of you together in social settings yeah, you gotta also, always- you know, you're gonna have like the business dinners, you're gonna have the outings, you're gonna have the parties, you're gonna have the chill nights, you're gonna have the traveling with friends. So the dynamic has to work not only with you, but rather in order for it to thrive and be completely happy, you need to work well together in all these angles. Yeah, and I also you know? think you have to you have to be able to play different roles as mm-hmm. well. Like sometimes you know, we have a chill night. So we're just, you know, chilling out. We're the chill husband and wife. But, you know, when we go into business dinners, like you always have to like have your partners back, you know, like mm-hmm. definitely there's going to be pressure or like goals that, you know, you want to hit. Like mm-hmm. you just have to be more well-rounded for your other half. You know, you can't always be that lazy, chill out girlfriend who just happens definitely. to be at the business dinner getting drunk. Like you just also need to understand like what he's trying to do like what are the dynamics with the other business partners and like it's 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 a lot of different roles and like understanding and like being changing 
or like just adapting into that environment and being what's the best partner your other half could need at that moment. Exactly. It's, it's very really, complex. Really, really important. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's not impossible to reach, especially if that's why it's very crucial when you pick your wife that she or husband that he she fits all these roles that you want to play out, you know? And that that you won't know until you really spend enough time and you know been through a lot of things with the other half. So don't always date with just and having you know being married in mind. Agreed. Agreed. And I think like yeah, th- there's there, there there's a portion of the population that will tell you, but I'm with someone and I know they're not going to be my husband or wife. Then mm-hmm. I'm forbidding myself from meeting my actual husband or wife by being with this person. My argument to this is that I'm honestly it's, it's a matter of faith. I believe that life is for me, not against me. And the best possible scenario at any given moment is right now today. So if I choose to be with this person for longer, then this is the best situation for me. There is no meeting others because right now I'm with this person and therefore this is what's best for me. And that's why it's just, it's a matter of faith, you know? I can't put it any other way. I can't tell you that it's proven. I can't tell you that like, it's, it's, this is my belief that, for example, if I if something went if something was meant to happen, it's gonna happen. So I don't need to go out of my way to end something that's beautiful yeah. that I'm learning from that I'm enjoying my time with in order to see some potential. Like what is it? Uh, uh, a bird in your hand is yeah. better than two on the tree. You exactly. Know? I think I think that goes all the way back to like faith and believing what, like you said, and also just stop being so um doubtful yeah trust your guts people don't listen to their guts anymore trust your guts my gut changed my life i feel like gut feelings are so accurate i'm not even kidding like yeah intuition is real just just yeah follow your intuition yeah and And even if it's if it ends you in a shitty place then you needed to go through that so you needed mm-hmm. you need to have some lessons. They were something disguised in yeah, that like negative no experience. Life is always like smooth sailing, you know. Never. Yeah, People you have to do. understand it's cycles, including marriages as well. It's all cycles, right? You have the good times, you have the bad times, you have the stressful times. You need someone to support you through it all, exactly. and not it's, give up just because shit hit the fan. Yeah, I think people are, you know, they're always trying to find shortcuts. To like avoid, but you know, sometimes you just need to go through the ups and downs. Like you just can't always be smooth sailing. It doesn't work that way. And just you know, sometimes finding shortcuts, you might end up hurting yourself even more. Definitely, I completely agree. And I think that I think we've we've tackled a lot of like good uh, good points in this conversation. We went through um, through a lot. I'm very happy. Yeah, um, I went through a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I agree. I think it's it's people need to be conscious. People need to be aware. And if you're listening to this and you feel lost, don't worry. It's going to get better. And if you feel like you're not happy with your partner, communicate. Don't be afraid to tell them, hey, I'm not happy. Yeah. This is what I'm feeling. This is why I think I'm feeling it. How can we fix this? Because mm-hmm. it's it's not nice to just give up on someone you've spent time with. Give it an opportunity. Give it a chance. Two, three, four, five. If it doesn't work in the end, then you've given it your best shot. And then there's nothing wrong with 
calling it quits if you've given it your all. And just because it takes, again, exactly. it takes two people giving it their alls. It doesn't take just one. So you can try and try and try, but at some point, then it might be best. And also, the, a lot of people would be afraid of leaving, but you leaving mm-hmm. might, after you've tried, again, emphasis, after you've tried your best, you leaving might be the catalyst that gets the other person to change. Maybe they got so comfortable in the relationship that they didn't want to change that even if they wanted to change, they're just so relaxed and comfortable that it's hard to get out of that cycle. So when you leave, that's what's going to shake their world and force them to change to the better. So maybe even you leaving is to the best for the person you love, which is ironic, but because they just got too comfortable and comfort is the best, you know? It's so complex, you know? But I think, honestly, communication is the number one most important thing. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. also, like, yeah, like perspectives too, right? Because sometimes you're just so focused seeing in your own perspective that you neglect your other half's perspective. And just having that communication on different perspectives already might have solved a lot of problems. Agreed. Agreed. There's always two sides to the coin. Exactly. And just finding that perfect, delicate balance that works out for you and that your other half. It's definitely and it'll be beautiful once you achieve that balance and once you achieve that level, you guys will be so tremendously happy. It's it's you, no yeah. one no one can or nothing can really shake you. Yeah. And that and that might learning process. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so if you're gonna take anything, listeners, don't give up communicate uh never close the door to love just jump in whether there is an end or not yeah. uh, keep an open mind I think that's really important mm-hmm. like don't um, don't always pressure yourself definitely to like reach certain goals or anything because you never know what what happens you know um go be with happy the flow. Go, go with, with the, the flow, flow. just ride the wave just ride the wave (laughs) don't resist don't resist if you resist you're gonna eat shit (laughs) exactly yeah yeah just like go with the flow is most important and follow your instincts and your gut feelings definitely and do whatever makes you happy because i think without hurting other people of course but like definitely i think at the end of the day you just want to be happy and you know, in a situation where you don't hurt other people, I don't see why just go with your gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Definitely. Don't, and don't overthink it because sometimes like the answer is right in front of you, but you start thinking all these different like, you know, outcomes or possibilities that it could blur mm-hmm. you or change you from, you know, your, your initial your and, person. And look at your grass. The grass is always greener elsewhere. Work on your own grass. Don't look at other people's grass. Just focus on you. Focus yeah. on your relationship. You don't need to compare. It's always everyone is at their own path. Like your path is different from my path. Like everybody's going different paces. Move where, you know, move at a pace where you're happy and you will be happy. And then you will attract good energy 
And there you go. It's simple. There you go. Ingrid with the secrets to the universe. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good summary. Um, If you've listened this far, thank you. Please like, subscribe, and uh, give my friend Ingrid some love. I'll tag her Instagram. And uh, yeah, thank you for, for coming. It was a pleasure having you on. Thank you for having me. That was a good conversation. It was.